Phoenix Audio presents Trouble is My Business by Raymond Chandler. Anna Halsey was about 240 pounds of middle-aged, putty-faced woman in a black, tailor-made suit. Her eyes were shiny black shoe buttons. Her cheeks were soft as soot and about the same color. She was sitting behind a black glass desk that looked like Napoleon's tomb, and she was smoking a cigarette in a black holder that was not quite as long as a rolled umbrella. She said, I need a man. I watched her shake ash from the cigarette to the shiny top of the desk, where flakes of it curled and crawled in the draft from an open window. I need a man good-looking enough to pick up a dame, who has a sense of class, but he's got to be tough enough to swap punches with a power shovel. I need a guy who can act like a bar lizard and backchat like Fred Allen, only better, and get hit on the head with a beer truck and think some cutie in the leg line topped him with a breadstick. It's a cinch, I said. You need the New York Yankees, Robert Donat, and the Yacht Club boys. You might do, Anna said, cleaned up a little. Twenty bucks a day and X's. I haven't brokered a job in years, but this one is out of my line. I'm in the smooth angles of the detecting business, and I make money without getting my can knocked off. Let's see how Gladys likes you. She reversed the cigarette holder and tipped a key on a large black and chromium annunciator box. Come in and empty Anna's ashtray, honey. We waited. The door opened and a tall blonde dressed better than the Duchess of Windsor strolled in. She swayed elegantly across the room, emptied Anna's ashtray, patted her fat cheek, gave me a smooth, rippling glance, and went out again. I think she blushed, Anna said when the door closed. I guess you still have it. She blushed. And I have a dinner date with Daryl Zanuck, I said. Quit horsing around. What's the story? It's to smear a girl, a red-headed number with bedroom eyes. She's shill for a gambler, and she's got her hooks into a rich man's pup. What do I do to her? Anna sighed. It's kind of a mean job, Johnny, I guess. If she's got a record of any sort, you dig it up and toss it in her face. If she hasn't, which is more likely as she comes from good people, it's kind of up to you. You get an idea once in a while, don't you? I can remember the last one I had. What gambler and what rich man? Marty Estelle. I started to get up from my chair, then remembered that business had been bad for a month and that I needed the money. I sat down again. You might get into trouble, of course, Anna said. I never heard of Marty bumping anybody off in the public square at high noon, but he don't play with cigar coupons. Trouble is my business, I said. Twenty-five a day and a guarantee of two-fifty if I pull the job. I gotta make a little something for myself, Anna whined. Okay, there's plenty of coolie labor around town. Nice to have seen you looking so well. So long, Anna. I stood up this time. My life wasn't worth much, but it was worth that much. Marty Estelle was supposed to be pretty rough people, with the right helpers and the right protection behind him. His place was out in West Hollywood on the Strip. He wouldn't pull anything crude, but if he pulled at all, something would pop. Sit down, it's a deal, Anna sneered. I'm a poor old broken-down woman trying to run a high-class detective agency on nothing but fat and bad health, so take my last nickel and laugh at me.